Hey guys, it's Eli. This episode's going to be a little bit rough for you because apparently I was recording inside of a tin can for the whole thing. Still very fun, but wanted to give you a heads up before you dug too deep. My name is Miranda Quinta. My whole life, I've been able to see into the future and the minds of those around me. Never considered these powers a gift, but now the people in my city are threatened by a powerful psychic, and I might be the only one that can stop them. This is the hero Mira vision. I won't just see the future. I'll make it. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs, the one and only podcast. We have destroyed all of the others. This is another episode of Mirror Vision, a fate-based superhero game. I am your host, Eli, joined by... Celine. Yeah, and she's playing the, the titular is the word I was looking for that took me all four seconds. Uh, Mirror Vision. Now, when we left off, uh, you had, I believe, suffered a severe consequence of hallucinations. Yes. Because... The villain who had been using his psychic powers to torment people created a incredibly large, horrific scene as a distraction to get away. Uh, and that is where we left off. As for everyone else, the scene doesn't last very long. So there are some minor injuries, um, nothing too serious, and everybody just doesn't really know what to do about it because the evidence of these monsters coming up out of the ground is isn't there a lot of the people seem to be gaslighting themselves into thinking that they just imagined it that it it, it never happened uh how is miranda reacting yeah i should have saw that coming should have saw that coming okay where are we at again Uh, i believe you were in uh, the common of the college, like just the big field that the buildings kind of circle. Okay. Did he get away? Yes. Damn it. Uh, he managed to slip out with a crowd of people who were running. Okay. Okay. People are still screaming. Uh, they, they've kind of, it started to calm down because it only lasted a, a couple of minutes. Uh, basically, just enough time for him to get away. Did I see which way he went? Or was I... Well, I was probably too busy being mentally assaulted. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna go towards the English building. Okay. Uh, what, is, what is it you are hoping to accomplish by going to the English building? I don't know yet. Which is ironic. Alright. Um, you see uh, maybe a few... Of the people who were in the park for um, uh, Gareth's memorial. But you don't really see... You you don't immediately see Henry. Does Henry have an office? Or like a space that like TAs and like grad students have access to in the building? Uh, You're pretty sure that there's like a, a shared office for the English TAs and grad students. I forget, did we establish whether or not you actually went to school here? No. 
Uh, if you didn't go to school at Varian University, you aren't super familiar with the layout. I mean, you could find that room and you're assuming that they have one. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's your goal, it won't take you much. Okay. I like piece it together. Maybe like ask someone like, hey, I have a I have a appointment with my English TA. I'm a freshman. Yeah. It's my first time. Can you tell me where it is? Yeah, there. You know, I won't won't make you roll for that. Your base level of influence over other people is enough that they just kind of want to help you out. Yeah, and this person points you in the right direction. It's on the second floor. Thanks, random citizen. Okay. Um. So, is the door? Is there? Is the door locked or is there people in there? Can I tell? The door is locked and you can hear people talking. You just can't really, without like rolling to listen in, you can't really hear what they're saying. I would like to roll to listen in. All right. Um, Although, curious now, because I think, I'm not sure if your telepathy actually requires you to be able to see. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Remember, we have uh, we have telepathy. Yep yeah, it it does not specify that you need to see them. You know that they are there. I'm going to use my telepathy to see if I can pick up a read on Henry if he's in there, or even just what the conversation is in there. Uh, the conversation is about that they heard people yelling and screaming out in the uh, uh, what's the word quad? Maybe I don't know. Whatever. But they weren't really sure what was happening because it was kind of over really quickly when they went to the windows. It seemed like everybody was just kind of milling about. Okay. Um, But you don't pick up Henry. Um, Now, a function of your telepathy is that you can do more than just read surface thoughts. So if you wanted more information, you could get more information. They don't know you're reading their mind. Okay. So they can't really resist you. Yeah, tune in. What kind of information are you hoping to glean? Any information I can find about Henry, Gareth, Henry and Gareth's relationship. Um, a lot of it's kind of what you'd already picked out. Like, Henry wasn't disliked, but he didn't really have any friends. Like, he just didn't have anybody that... If he... He would get invited to things, but it was never, like, a one-on-one hangout. Uh, like, he was fine in a group, but nobody really wanted to hang out with him. Okay, so he themselves. he was the equivalent of the only birthday parties he went to as a kid were the ones where they invited the whole class. Kind of, yeah. Okay. But you do know that he has an apartment in the city. Uh, that he does not live with his parents. Can I use my telepathy to see if I can get that address out of somebody's brain? Uh, roll careful for me. See if you can glean that specific information. Two. Um, I believe you have the master telepathy enhancement on your power, don't you? I think so. Uh, Well, if you do, you get a plus two on that roll. Oh. I think so. Okay. Then it's uh, just but a, a two is still a success. You plain two. You, you don't get an exact address, but you get an image and a street. Okay. 
like you you know like what floor it is and that kind of thing, uh, but you don't have the exact number. Okay. Before I head out, since I can communicate with their minds, their brains, I could communicate with them that in some way Henry's responsible. All right, I dig that. Yeah, and you you sense the conversation shift towards Henry in a negative way. Uh, not like in a, hey, that guy sucks kind of way, but in a, oh my god, did you go to that party with Henry? The other, you know, that such and such's party a couple months ago? Henry showed up and, god, he just went on and on about Dickinson. <laughs> Perfect. Actually, I'm going to make one more stop before I go to the Chateau de Henry. I don't speak French. That's fair. I'm going to go to the professor's office real quick. Okay. Is he there? Forget what what day of the week I said this was, but uh, probably not. Okay. Is his office hours posted outside? Yes. I make a note of his office hours. Okay. Yeah. You make a note of that. And then I head over to Henry's place. All right. What are you looking for? Or I guess I should say, how are you going to narrow down which apartment is his? Is there some kind of, like, directory outside the apartment? Like, some uh, places have them? So the the apartment doesn't have a uh, locked door. Uh, so you can just walk into the lobby. Okay. Yeah, it's basically a lobby. Um, and while it doesn't have a directory, it does have mailboxes. Okay. Uh, and you're able to find 2D. Okay, I go to 2D. All right. Um, so you get up there, no problem. Nobody really bats an eye at you. What is the plan? I turn on the telepathy and see if I can tune in to see if Henry's home. Roll careful for me. Careful? Yeah. Oh. So I got two positives, a negative. So a two, but with my one careful, that's a three. All right. You succeed in knowing that he's there, but now he knows that you're there. Okay. And because of your precognitive abilities, you go first in combat. I'm going to use my overwhelming voice. Okay. To what end? Okay. It can cause a mild consequence. Oh, so the way in, in overwhelming voice works is when you mentally attack someone and would cause stress. Okay. Mental attack. Instead, oh. you can sh- give them a, a mild consequence, uh, which ultimately makes it easier to take them down than just stress. Noted. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my overwhelming voice to mentally... Is there, like, a way I can, like, play back hint, uh, Gareth's last moments? Like, sure. what I saw? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. Uh, I think that would be... I think that would be a clever. Okay. And he is going to resist you just with pure force of will. Force of will. Okay. 
three positives and a negative, so two, and then two plus two for clever, so four. All right. He got six. Uh, so he, you went to do that, and you just hit this wall of defense. And he simply tries to force your body into sending you false signals of pain. Okay. I got a zero. He got a seven. How appropriate. Children outside (laughs) screaming. Having fun in the summer day that this was recorded on. Okay, so he simply attacked you. And he is going to reduce the damage to six so that he can generate a boost for himself to use that we will call dazed. Dazed? Yes. Okay. If I'm reading correctly, trying to see when these go away. Okay, cool. So, uh, you only have three stress boxes. So even with uh, that, with six, you would be taken out. Mm -hmm. So you can either take two stress and a was it moderate consequence? Uh, I, honestly, that's really the only option. You can reduce the stress by four by taking a moderate consequence and only take two stress, or you can be taken out of the fight. Which, if you're so, there are two ways to end a fight. Okay. Uh, for your character, if if things are going badly, there's being taken out, in which the opponent gets to decide how the fight ends, how your part of the fight ends. And then there's giving in, where you decide how your part of the fight ends. Which could be, oh, I create this crazy distraction and and run away. In the same vein as the Joestar secret attack. But we will say your uh, moderate consequence is blurred vision. B-L-U-R-R-E-D, right? Yes. Okay, sorry. My first instinct was like, was like blurred vision, like B-L-E-R-D, and I was like... I'll be straight up. I don't think I'm the guy to uh, GM blurred vision. Blurred vision. Uh Okay, okay. Don't don't think that's really my step. We'll We'll take some blurred vision to go with my blurred vision. All right, and I assume you're going to, uh... Choose the giving in yeah. to try and... Uh... Yeah. All right, so uh, how would you like that to play out? Because it could very well be... You, he hasn't even opened the door yet. You could just run away. I will head back downstairs, but I'll... S- Is the lobby manned by anybody? No, there's no guard or, or doorman or anything like that. I write a note and either put it on his mailbox or shove it in his mailbox that basically says, we know. No bloody handprint because wrong series. All right. Yeah, and you, you managed to get down and uh, write. Because uh, what, what I imagine is as you're moving down these stairs, you're writing this note. Angrily. And, yeah, real quick and just shove it. Uh, in the slot of his mailbox and and take off. Question. Hmm. Can I, maybe not create, but like, can I suggest like false memories? I believe so. Like as far as your influence ability, I'm not sure. 
Because I'm pretty sure when it comes to telepathy, I think if you... Uh, yeah, because you have the mental blasts ability. So if you were able to uh, take someone out with your telepathy, you could implant false memories. Um, but I also don't see why you couldn't use your influence to create small shifts in memory. Okay. So you wouldn't be able to create, like, full-on false memories, but you'd be able to, like, alter the way someone remembers an event. Okay. So if I wanted to say... Were there witnesses when Gareth ran into traffic? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you have uh, gotten away. What is your the next phase of your, your plan here? In the article, did anybody like say like did they give did they identify any of the witnesses uh no okay it was a pretty short article okay but there was a police report i'm gonna go file an amended police report okay go and and give your statement yeah it won't take anything uh while at the police station giving this report what are you doing wait I would need to make sure he doesn't have an alibi. Um, well, I guess then the... So are, is your plan to file a report and say that he was there? Or get the names of witnesses from the police station? Well, my first thought was get the names of witnesses. But then I was also like, I wonder if I can suggest to people that Gareth was running from Henry. I think you... I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. So then I I try to get the information of the witnesses, and then I identify myself as a witness. Okay. I guess... Roll to influence, I imagine. Um, let's see. Let me see if they can even resist you. Yeah. This is where I normally say nobody yeah. can resist me. Yeah, I mean, they're going to try. Whoa! Where was that when I was in combat? Where was that when I was in combat? Four uh, positives. Well, they got a negative one, so regardless of anything, I would <laughs> make you add to that. Okay. Um... So, yeah, if, if you ask this officer to just give you a list of the witnesses, he just goes, sure, and gets up and writes everything down, comes back and hands it to you and kind of gets a little confused for a second. But then it's the same thing you've seen over and over and over again, where some the person's mind just fills in reasons why they would have just done that. Gotcha. Um, Oops, I accidentally created a false reality. Yeah, uh, yeah. that is the problem with influence powers, is that you do end up gaslighting a lot of people. Damn, that was not my intent. But yeah, I mean, he just takes your report, he gets your information down, and he just shrugs off that he handed you this piece of paper. You know, his brain just justifies the action to himself. Because he has no clue that you have psychic powers, so in his mind he's going... Well, I had to have had a good reason. <laughs> I wonder if I can use my influence to make him look... Nope, that's another 
We're not on that. We're not on that right now. It, it's hard not to be a supervillain when you got psychic powers. Is it supervillain or is it for the greater good? These are hard questions. All right. So, yeah, you have a, uh, a list of people whose statements were actually taken. Okay. I start tracking them down. Um, how would you like to go about doing that? How many, how many names are on this list? Uh, let's say five. Okay. Uh, we'll go, let's go alphabetically. All right. Um, since I'm generating these randomly, I'll just give you some, a first name and we'll see if it ends up being alphabetical. (laughs) It's whatever, alphabetically. The first is Carl Jesperson. Okay. I head over to the Jesperson residence, and I knock on the door Mm -hmm. and introduce myself as uh, Gareth's girlfriend. Okay. And I just... And very much like, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for, for giving your statement. Um, yeah, and, and the guy goes, oh, yeah, no, I saw you there. Man, that, that must have been brutal. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I'm going to use my influence to be like, yeah, it was absolutely terrible that this man attacked him and caused him to run into traffic. Or, um, and roll a add clever to that. Okay, so two zeros and two twos, uh, two positives. So two, four. Well, he got a negative three. Good old Carl. Carl goes. Yeah, it's crazy that they haven't found that guy yet. Yeah. Um and. You and he goes. What did that guy look like? If I remember, he's, he's like getting this confused look. And then I just say, you know, if I, I I remember seeing him, and I rattle off Henry's description. Yeah, and he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Man, oh my god, I didn't tell the police that. I I'm I'm really sorry, but I have to go. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And he closes the door and. Your, your telepathy tells you that he's about to call the non-emergency number to amend his statement. Thanks, Carl. All right, who's next? Next on the list is uh, Nina Hall. Okay, uh, same thing. Knock on the door, the whole, like, sobbing girlfriend ploy. Thank you so much for giving me your, giving your statement. Um... What we'll do to save us some time, uh, because I imagine it'll be very boring for listeners to hear this repeated over and over again. Unless they're into the sound of hearing dice. Yeah, which, fair. What we'll do is you roll your influence power with Clever once. Okay. And then I'll roll once, and the amount of successes you get will determine who you were able to successfully alter the memories of. Dang. So three zeros and a one, and then... Now you can spend, because uh, I think one of your... At- well, you can just spend a fate point to re-roll, I believe. 
I am adding clever to this, right? Yes. Okay, so this would have been a three. And I got a one. So it would be a total of three out of five witnesses. Not counting. Or that is counting Carl. Oh, okay. I am tempted to spend that fate point, but then I'm also like, I know how this can go. Ah. Oh, I did forget. Um, you did earn a fate point for giving in in that fight. <laughs> a, a reward that the system has to keep people from just dying. <laughs> Congratulations on not dying. Congratulations on making the smart move to live to fight another day. Um, so yeah, if you want to go ahead and re-roll. Ooh, that's even worse. Do you want to stick with that? Uh... Yeah, three, you know, three out of five is actually, that's 60%, right? Yeah. That's 60%. Yeah, which I technically, I don't know if I'm supposed to let you choose, but uh, why not? That's how it works in Savage Worlds. Yeah. So you you have done that. It has taken up uh, most of your day. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna head back home and get on Facebook. Okay. What's the plan? Just gonna poke around Henry's Facebook page. Um. Well, he has made a few posts, mostly shitty memes course um but he does have a post about the memorial and it was very touching and you know it's good to see everybody came out to say farewell to gareth and uh nobody uh, uh nobody in the comments yet has been like what the fuck are you talking about there were monsters i'm going to turn on notifications for this post all right uh was there anything else you were going to try and do for the day, because I imagine you are pretty tired. Nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a day. All right. When you wake up, I invoke hallucinations. Uh, if you would like to accept that, you can get another fake point. I'm just imagine. I'm just imagining like a Facebook friend request, and it's like. Would like to send you a hallucination. Do you accept? Yeah, when you wake up, you smell breakfast, uh, and you walk into your kitchen, and Henry is there cooking. And he goes, what would you like for your last meal? Whatever you recommend, because it's your last meal. Uh, and you do, you know, he, your uh, kitchen knives are in between you and him. This is a hallucination. As a player, you know this is a hallucination. Okay. As a character, you think the psychopath has broken into your house and is cooking you breakfast. I'm going to use telepathy. Okay. Uh, the second you try to use telepathy, you realize that this isn't real. And it kind of fades away. Nice try, Henry. I'm uh, assuming he must be nearby. You... This doesn't feel like an illusion. Oh. Um, because it, it's just, there's just nothing. There's no evidence that he was there at all. And it doesn't feel like your vision was tampered with. Because you, you, you got a feeling for what that sensation was uh, when he attacked everyone at the park. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the same. But everything faded away, or he's still... It just 
standing there like, you want eggs? Yeah, it, it's just replaying, and eventually, you know, after like 30 seconds or so, it just it's just gone. What's the day of the week? Um, I don't know, we'll say Friday. Is it one of the professor's office hour days? No. Okay. Uh, but you do have a shift, I guess, with, uh, or you're supposed to go do some readings. I head, I head to the little occult shop and go to work. All right, uh, you get there and the doors haven't been unlocked yet. Okay. You can hear someone inside, uh, but the door's still locked. Do I have a key? Yeah, you probably do. You're pretty much the only employee. I brace myself and I unlock the door. All right. Your boss, whose name I forgot and have to look back up, Frisia. Frisia. Uh, she is frantically setting something up. Hey, Frisia. Oh, no, you, you cannot be in here. I have to cleanse this whole area right now. What are we cleansing? Do you accidentally mess with something I tell you not to mess with? We have a poltergeist. Okay. What happened? Well, I came in, I was opening up, and things just started falling off the shelves. And I would see it on the floor, but then when I turned back, it was back. When I would, I would turn around to clean it up, and when I came back, it was back on the shelf, completely fine. And then I went to get some water out of the bathroom, and it was all blood. And then I opened up the cash register, and it was all cockroaches. Is it still blood now, Frisia? No, no, it's 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 all temporary. But I I need to help this spirit move on. Oh, yeah, we definitely need to help the spirit move on, all right. Move on to jail. What was that? I mean, we need to cleanse it. No, don't put the sage down. Put the sage down. I told you to stop carrying sage. All right, so, yeah, you guys go through the whole thing. We cleanse it because it probably needed to be cleansed anyway. Yeah. Now, uh, something I forgot to ask you. Does Miranda have other friends? At all? Uh, any family in the city? Family's not in the city. She's like a, she's a transplant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ooh, mm. yeah, let's give her some friends. Okay. Yeah, you, um, you do get a, a phone call from uh, a friend of yours named David Baresi. Okay. I assume you answer. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, uh, hey, Miranda, where are you? It's never a good sign. I'm at work. Oh, man, I must have been daydreaming or something. Could have sworn I I saw somebody look just like you walk into traffic, but nobody hit anything. But I I just had like that brief. Yeah, I can understand how that can be real terrifying where are you oh i'm just a few blocks over from uh uh uh, the your hippie shop i was heading to work is it crowded over there no not really 
you know, the day is young. Stay right there. I make sure Frisia is all set, and I tell her that she should probably shut the shop down for a day. Yeah. Uh, and she she agrees and, you know, says goodbye when you leave. And uh, your friend manages a, not quite a, a hipster cafe, but definitely a encourages people to come in and work on their screenplays. Probably got, like, Dev Cab for Cutie playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Okay, I head over. I'm I'm still here. Yeah, Just want to make right. sure you saw me. Hey, I appreciate it. Did you want something on me? Yeah, I would love something. Uh, I order tea latte. I'll have a tea. I'll have a tea. What kind? Just tea. tea. <laughs> I'll have it. Yeah, hopefully, uh, that'll still be a, a worthwhile reference. Yeah, I hope so too, man. Yeah, they get get it, and you're like, uh, "Hey, haven't heard, you know? Haven't heard from me in a while. What's been going on?" Oh, you know, just working at the shop, regretting answering that job posting every day. <laughs> she pays well, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, you know, her husband died and like left her all this money, and she wanted to open up a metaphysical shop and try to communicate with his spirit and blah 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 it pays really well so man she's lucky i'd love to have a dead rich husband goals so so tell me about this uh this daydream oh i just thought i saw somebody who looked just like you walk out into the crosswalk before the uh light was green interesting 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 been a lot of weird weird you know people have been having a lot of weird dreams lately really yeah hmm. i haven't heard anything like that i did hear that uh some guy got killed hit by a car not too far from where you work were you there yeah i heard about it on the news yeah that's nuts i mean not all that nuts it's a huge city stuff like this could happen yeah yeah good and they're, you know, they're sitting down with you, drinking coffee. It's it's not, their lunch rush doesn't start for like another hour or so. And he reaches over, picks up his coffee, and like does this jolt. Like this, ah! And he drops the cup and he looks at his hand and goes, God, I need to get more sleep. Hold on, I'm going to get a mop to clean this up. The cup fell and crashed on the ground. What's got you so jittery? I thought I saw a black widow on my hand. You know I don't like those things. Okay. That yeah. Yeah. Um I'll pick up this I'll pick up the mug. You go get the the mop. Thanks a lot. I think very loudly to myself like we can play this game. At least I have friends. <laughs> you get the reply in your head. And again, it's Henry's voice, but it's it's a much more confident version of Henry's voice. It says, uh, Oh, I'm sure if you were playing with Henry, you would make short work. But I'm the phantasm. Do I know what that is? Um, I mean, you know that the word is like a, a, it's an old word, but it was used for things that would like scare someone to death. Like that guinea pig over there. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's very fun because I know that the mics aren't picking up the guinea pigs. <laughs> but yeah, 
and then behind you, someone starts screaming. And they run up to the big plate glass window, and they're just banging on it, screaming that they have to get out of here. And when somebody finally, like, some people get up and grab them away because they are banging so hard on this window, they're starting to crack it, and you can see that they have broken one of their hands already. Um, and you see Henry. On the other side of the glass? Mm-hmm. And he smiles at you. I wave. And he nods and walks away. And, you know, your, your friend comes out and he's like, Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on? And he runs over to the phone calls dials 911 um, but it's not too long before the person who had gotten up at least calms down like whatever they thought they were seeing is gone mm-hmm. um, but they're still very panicked hey david i i gotta i gotta i gotta get going uh uh i'm getting a call uh yeah sure all right i'll, I'll text you later yeah so what is the plan I go to the library. Okay. And I find like a seat and pull out my phone. And I go to the, you, we'd previously established that like Henry was in some like, some groups. Yeah. Yeah. About like psychic abilities and stuff. Pull it up and I type in the phantasm. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you'll get some results. It seems that Henry had used that word mm-hmm. once or twice in posts, but it's about a lot of his questions, especially when that word is used, is about like whether or not anybody has heard of, of someone with psychic abilities having like a fractured personality, like other entities inside of their their minds. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of it, and it's a lot of it's just horse shit based on how these people are are writing okay um, but it does seem to have come up i do a google search on the phantasm okay what are you hoping to find anything all right i mean it's mostly just a lot of like old movie stuff i sort through it i start going through i think i hit like the sixth page of google results yeah, probably. You do eventually get to the point in which, like, hey, the the word originated with some, you know, uh, 18th century author uh, writing these penny dreadful horror stories. Which author? American or British? Uh, British. Take down the name and some of the titles of his works and stuff. Okay. And I go up to the librarian and I ask you if they have any any books by this author. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really like, yeah. yeah. You know, you look here or here or whatever. Are you, what, what are you hoping to find? Anything, really. Um, We're still in the, the beginnings of research. You find one called uh, Companion of Despair. Where on the back it actually mentions, uh, the it uses the word phantasm, but it's it's not like capital P. Based on the back, it seems to be some sort of like, you know, oh, someone did something awful and now they're being 
haunted by their guilt and all of these phantasms of despair. I checked the book out. All right. I head over to Varian University and go back up to the TA office. Is it still locked? Yes. Are there people inside? No. Okay. I head over to the professor's office just to see if he's there. I don't even need to talk to him. Uh, yeah. It seems like he's in the office. He's just not office hours. I turn on the telepathy. Okay. It's a... It's a negative one. Um, well, you don't need to roll. Oh. What, what, what were you hoping to glean? Um, I was hoping to plant, like I did with the, uh, the TAs, mm-hmm. about Henry. Okay, yeah, you'll just succeed. You don't need to. Oh, okay, okay. It's like rolling the dice, okay? Yeah, that's fair. Shiny math, rocks go clack clack. Mm. So like I did with the TAs, I was like, I suggest that Henry was responsible for Gareth's death. And I also suggest some things about Henry's work. Okay. Yeah, you just plant these little seeds and you can see them starting to kind of take root in his head, you know. You know, Henry didn't get along with Gareth that much. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I swear I've seen this writing before. Uh, That kind of thing. Okay. Once I've uh, planted my garden, I head on home with my new book. All right. Actually, I'm going to stop off at the campus library. Okay. And same thing at the public library. I ask if they have any books by this author or books about this author. Anything related to this author. It's for a paper. They do... And it is called uh, uh, Death of the Child. And again, it's this like weird supernatural horror story about, you know, now a baby dies of pneumonia or whatever and is haunting the mother for negligence. I actually read that. <laughs> I would, this author, I feel like would, I would read, but. Honestly, the more I make up. I know, I'm I like. Read this author. I'm too. like, why? Especially now as Penny Dreadfuls. That's yeah. Like 50 pages. Yeah, now I'm sad I'm never going to get to read this book. Yeah. Okay, Um. so I I check it out. Okay. All right. Um. You go home. Uh. You're home for about maybe two hours. You don't know if the books are particularly helpful or not, but they're fun. You know, they're, they're fun reads. Yeah. I uh, I I put him on my my like author list for Amazon and order like the collection. But you hear this banging on your door. It's, it's frantic banging. <sighs> Closes book, puts book down, ready self, and heads over. Looks out the peephole. It is Henry, but he looks terrified. I close the peephole. Ah, and he's still banging on the door. I turn on the telepathy. Boy, what the hell you want? 
Um, he actually just speaks. And he says, uh, please, please, you have to help me before he gets control again. Who, Henry? The Phantasm. Phantasm? It's, it, it, it's just what I called it at first. And now it's, it's a whole thing and it will kill me and then it will hurt more people. How can I tell if he's telling the truth? He doesn't seem to be resisting your telepathy. He at the very least believes everything he's saying to you. How can I be sure that this isn't a hallucination? That's a good question. Why'd you do it? Do what? How did you let the phantasm in? I didn't let it in. It was just... I don't want to talk about this in the hallway. I'm not letting you in my apartment. Okay, it... it... It was just, you know, you're you're a kid, and you get upset, and you, you just have thoughts. Yeah. And I just pretended like it was a different person, having those thoughts. It, it wasn't me. And then eventually, it wasn't. What happened to Gareth? I was mad, and the phantasm took control of me. Um, and another thing you notice is that his voice isn't the same as when you last spoke to him. It it doesn't have that edge to it that it did before. You're like me, right? You you can you can get, go in my head and and kill it. I give him the address of Freeze's shop and tell him to meet me there. Okay. You can see through the people he runs off. And uh, that's where this episode ends. You, uh, you got anything you want to plug? Same old, same old. You can find me on Instagram at Celine Noir. And uh, if you are filled with nihilism and righteous rage, you can find me on all social media at Royal Artisan Props. And I have a website now, royalartisanprops.com or royalprops.com, whatever you're feeling. Oh, snap! Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode has been brought to you by We Play RPGs Podcast Network. You can support us by rating, reviewing, and recommending us. You can find us online at weplayrpgs.com and on all social media at play rpgs you can buy merch at tpublic.com and searching we play rpgs stay safe